Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hut Friday, April 15th edition of the program. We've got Biden looking really confused up on stage. Even some Democrats are now starting to say, yeah, he's too old for this. This is getting weird. Dianne Feinstein apparently has... Total cognitive uh, loss, memory loss, major issues to do her job, and her own staff is saying such. We'll discuss this. You've got Elon Musk, uh, Elon Musk, trying to buy Twitter, and the left still in a panic over it. And then inflation and the economy. How are the Biden Democrats going to handle all this? How are they going to turn it around? We'll discuss all that in a minute. If you ever thought about investing in real estate, let me tell you, you got to go with my friends at Done For You Real Estate. This is a fantastic company. They'll walk you through every step of the process from start to finish. Done For You Real Estate will help you pick what city you want to invest in. Then they'll help you get a broker for the house you want to buy. And then you get the loan set up. You get a management company to handle everything, get the tenant in place. You get free cash flow coming to you every month once it's rented out and you pay down uh, the debt. The mortgage, build equity over time in this house. It's a great way to build 
for your financial future. Highly, highly recommend you check out my friends at Done For You Real Estate. Great for retirement, too. All you have to do is go to doneforyoubuck.com. Again, that's doneforyoubuck.com. Doneforyoubuck.com to begin your real estate investment journey today. Go check it out at doneforyoubuck.com. I don't know how much more it's going to take uh, for the Democrats to realize that this is it's just unthinkable what they've done to the country. I mean, they've put somebody in the role of commander in chief uh, who just looks like he doesn't know where he is sometimes. And and I'm not I'm not saying that to be funny. He actually looks like he doesn't know where he is. Uh, So Biden gave a speech on supply chain yesterday and he turned around and stuck his hand out to shake the air. There was no one around him, no one behind him. And he just looked clearly confused. You know, when they keep him on script, when they just have him reading stuff, uh, I guess they're able to make it seem like he's he's all there. But he's too old. He's not up for this. It's embarrassing what the Democrats have done to the country. And it, it, the whole thing is just shameful. Honestly, it's shameful. And, and even I think some honest Democrats are seeing that it's not it's not a problem for them insofar as. It's a violation of their principles or their sense of decency is offended by this. It's a problem for them because they realize this guy is going to be a real challenge to get reelected. And he has no political capital really to spend. He is essentially a figurehead. He is an empty vessel for the Democrat agenda to be pushed through. And that's just not enough. It's just not good enough. For their needs, never mind for the country and for what actually is is uh, good policy, good decision making. I mean, what are we going to say? Joe Biden isn't up for the job, is a mediocrity on his best day, is clearly cognitively cognitively declining. Uh, and, you know, this then brings me to Dianne Feinstein, who, you know, they, they're writing stories now about how Dianne Feinstein is mentally unfit to serve the san francisco chronicle is writing these stories all right diane feinstein is 88 years old she's 88 years old she's a sitting u.s senator who thinks that this is a good idea this is really what's best for the american people think about the amount of of energy and and mental dexterity that you would really need uh, to do this job well not to just do the job but to do the job well and I'm sorry but almost 90 is too old to be a senator it's too old to be president it's too old to be a lot of things it's not too old to be a you know wonderful family member grandparent obviously great-grandparent you know there are some things that that uh, you know if you if you wanted to do some you know tutoring if you had been a teacher you're retired I mean there's obviously a lot of things you can do at 90 that are still really productive and but but this is about what's best for the country what's best for the american people and age is an issue otherwise why why do we have age requirements for the presidency why do we have age requirements on the on the early side as in on the how old you must be to be a senator to be a member uh, to be a member of the united states senate the age situation does matter and democrats have just been willing to ignore it and i think at some level we've we've entered this stage where we see there are people who for whom power and public prominence is their reason for existing 
I think that's true of the Clintons, for example. I think it's true of Dianne Feinstein. I think it's true of Nancy Pelosi. I think it's true of Joe Biden. They exist in their own minds only to acquire and wield power. And it's embarrassing how this ends up. Dianne Feinstein is essentially suffering from uh, memory loss and dementia. And she's a senator. She's voting on things on a regular basis that affect the entire country. This really matters. Joe Biden shakes the hand of empty air around him. He's the commander in chief. We've got the biggest war in Europe going on since World War II. This stuff matters. But do Democrats care? No, of course not. Doesn't doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to them uh, until it is a problem for their power. It, it doesn't as long as they're in charge. As long as their team is is winning, they'll support anything. They'll go along with anything. It, it's honestly awful what they've done. And I, I don't like making the case that somebody is mentally unfit to be president. You know, I, I don't like having to sit here and point out someone's because we're all we're all going to be there one day. Right. I mean, I, I have a lot of sympathy for anybody who's going through this. I had a family member go through it. I know what it's like when they have memory loss. They don't know where they are. It's scary. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm not trying to score cheap political points with this stuff. The San Francisco Chronicle, which is a left wing paper, is writing this because they're saying, guys, this is too much. This is a problem now. And if this gets out, which is why they're really concerned, if people enough people figure this out, we may look like we're irresponsible as a party and we may lose some elections as a result. That's why they care. The recklessness that that this involves for the country, that that's uh, not relevant to them. That that doesn't really affect them very much. But the American people finding out in this affecting their ability to wield power in the country, that's a huge deal. Speaking of wielding power in the country, they're still reeling over the Elon Musk offer to buy Twitter, which isn't isn't it remarkable to watch this whole situation play out? I mean, isn't it isn't it honestly stunning at some level to see how they are desperate to maintain control of the, this is just one of many institutions of cultural and political fabrication you could say or or uh, creation that they have they'd still have facebook they'd still have google they'd still have amazon they still have all these companies one company wouldn't be tilting the scale toward the democrats and the left in this world of tech and communications you know in this world of of digital uh digital reality that we're all existing in all the time and they all of a sudden completely freak out. You know, I mean, here, here's Stephen Colbert. He's not a he's not actually a comedian anymore. He's a political pundit who occasionally makes jokes and usually not very funny ones. Here he is saying Elon Musk could have addressed world hunger. Last night, Musk offered to buy Twitter for forty three billion dollars in cash. Oh, my God. He could do so much with that money. Uh, address world hunger. Fix climate change. Get a decent haircut. In a statement, in a statement, Musk said he decided his initial investment wasn't enough and now believes Twitter needs to be transformed as a private company and that his goal is to make Twitter the platform for free speech around the globe. Hey, you ding-a-ling. Twitter's already an international platform for free speech. You know how I know that? Because no one at Twitter can stop me from tweeting, suck at Elon Musk in every language. You have to wonder, is, is he actually dumb enough that he believes that? I don't think so. I think Stephen Colbert is a, a pretty bright guy. 
so he he acts like there's no censorship on Twitter because of course there is. There, there's not even they used to lie about this. There used to be a debate about whether there was censorship on Twitter, and they would lie. Twitter would say, "Oh no, we don't censor conservatives." Yes, they do. Yes, they do, and they have all along. But that, my friends, uh, is no longer the case because of the election interference stuff, because of uh, COVID sacred cows that you're not allowed to go near. Oh, the masks work. The masks don't work. We all know. We all know how that goes. Uh, so so Joe Biden here, I've just got to say, Joe Biden is a um, remarkably weak president. And so the jokes around him are getting even more pathetic. The things that are being said to try to prop up Joe Biden are even more absurd because what else are you going to do? That's why Colbert has to act like this. They all have to do everything they can to try to maintain as much control as they can, because any honest assessment of this presidency is that it's a total disaster. Any honest assessment would be that it is honestly a a joke and an unfunny one, a really damaging one. Here is, by the way, a CNN's own Brian Stelter, who's hilarious. Uh, also on the Elon Musk situation. Play one. Twitter's now in a very public fight with its biggest shareholder, who is also the richest man in the world, who, of course, is, you know, the invested in Tesla and so many other companies, and he wants to be invested more in Twitter. He says he wants to pay $54.20 a share to buy up the rest of Twitter that he doesn't have. Of course, 54.20, that's 4.20, that's a code for marijuana, uh, you know, which he very much enjoys. So is this all a troll or is this very real? Well, it's real enough that he filed with the SEC. It's real enough that he's saying this is my best and final offer. It's real enough that investors are now wondering what's going to happen if he pulls out and sells all the shares he already has. It's a huge problem for Twitter right now. All right, I'm back with you. I took a little bit of a detour there halfway through that explanation because it's just so bizarre. Right. I mean, the 420 Cody and everything. Yeah. Why is it a problem for Twitter? Why is it a problem? I mean, He's offering to buy a company for a lot more than it currently trades at in terms of the market value. Everybody would make money. Why is it a problem for Twitter? I mean, think about this. Is it a, was it a problem for the Washington Post when Jeff Bezos bought it? Oh, oh no, they never said that. It was great. We got a billionaire holding up one of the bulwarks of journalism, my friends. They just want to keep their toys in their control. That's it. And they know that Twitter is one of their toys and they love it that way. And they're terrified of what happens when it no longer is that way. The left is frightened of free speech. They're frightened of what will happen on the Internet. They're frightened of what will happen uh, going forward. So this is what we are. uh, This is what we're up against. And they'll just keep lying and lying and lying. Um, Here is, uh, by the way, on the economy and how Biden's actually doing something else that I think is worth focusing in on. Here's CNN's Harry Enten. A lot of CNN clips today, unfortunately saying, well, I'll let, I'll let him say it. Right now, you know, we have consumer prices rising at the fastest pace in 40 years. Supply is weak, demand is strong, and you know, prices have nowhere to go but up. Amazon says this is the first time that they've done this in the company's 27-year history. They had hoped not to. They expected that inflation would sort of get back towards normal this year, but obviously that has not been the case. And so this is what the president has to address in his remarks in North Carolina today, you know, un- unemployment is low right now, GDP is high, but all too often the high cost of living is eating into people's paychecks. Now, these investments that he's going to be talking about as far as supply chains, infrastructure, that should help, but that's going to take some time. And Jim, people are running out of patience. People are running out of patience, all right, because they know the people in charge are idiots and have no idea what they're doing. And this is actually going 
to get worse. This is actually going to be a situation that continues to spiral even further into the negative um, for the Democrats. And and they're looking at, after all the stuff they said about Trump and how Biden was going to be returned to normalcy and everything else, the, the country uh, just feels like it's really in a rut right now. And look at who's in charge. They've got the Senate, they've got the House, they've got the presidency, they've got control of so many of these major media platforms and channels. Well, what exactly has gotten better in your life since Joe Biden has been president, since the Democrats have had control of the national political uh, conversation and the momentum and the power to do things? What has gotten better? Nothing has gotten better. In fact, they're just uh, bad at this. And they're going to get vicious and nasty. I mean, I do believe that uh, liberalism, uh, who was it who said first that liberalism is a mental illness? I mean, I do think there's something unhinged and deranged about the American left. Uh, I think they're nasty. I think they're vicious. And I think they're dishonest uh, at their core. And unfortunately, they've been ascendant in American politics for some time. The good Democrats, the good old Democrats that just wanted, you know, a little more for the little guy and uh, wanted to you know, help out unions against big business and just wanted to make sure everybody had a, you know, a fair shot and all this. That, that's, that's a tiny, tiny portion of the Democrat Party now. Today's Democrat Party, is, as evidenced by Joe Biden, is, you know, we want transgender, uh, transgender surgeries for 12-year-olds and we want abortion for all nine months of a pregnancy and we want uh, an open border and we think that the criminal justice system should let people suffer because to put people in prison if there's a disproportionate impact on some communities is uh, unjust socially. Uh, which results in so much of what we've seen in cities all across the country. So that's what we are up against, uh, a, a left-wing Democrat party that is kind of terrifying in its own way. And we'll have uh, more coming for you on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Shields high. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull, Major Turnbull sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber. The complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope. With help from people like you, the Foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes. Our nation's catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders. Donate $11 a month to Tonta Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.